church boys. Lucas, can you yes, hear sir. me? Can you hear me? You're you're very uh, far away. I am very far away. Yes. Where, where are you? I don't way... I don't recognize the background there. Marlago. I am. I'm. I'm in the great state of Florida at an undisclosed location. Marlago. Is that why you're talking so quietly right now? Why? Are you, why yes. Trump. Trump is in the, sleeping in the room next door. Why, why, are you, why are you being so quiet? I'm at a hotel. Okay. And uh, just had day one of CPAC. How many okay. days are there? Oh, too four. many. Are you there for all four, four days? Uh, no, I'm here for about a uh, little over half of it. So you. When did you get there? I uh, just got in last night. Okay, and it's in Orlando. So Wednesday night. It's in Orlando. It's in yeah, Orlando. It's in Orlando. Yeah, okay. so I got in Wednesday night. Uh, so today, all day Thursday, was at the event, and then uh, there again uh, tomorrow, and then part of Saturday. You sound so common, like sultry right now. Well, like, no, what he's, is going no, on with you? no, he I, sounds are you like tired from pushing the giant golden Trump. <laughs> 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 we were just laughing about that. Um, so, anyway, he sounds like no, he's trying to wait, try not to wake somebody up. So trying not to wake somebody let me up. clear here because Chris, you guys, you guys have some. You guys are a little jaded towards CPAC. I'm um, not jaded but, towards uh, CPAC. I'm jaded toward the people at CPAC. <laughs> Do not get yourself in trouble. <laughs> Um, I have so, not attended a CPAC since two, 20, 2009, so I have no... Okay, like, so yeah, yeah, that's the bearing. So I've been the last two years, and it's been great. I actually, like, last year I didn't know a whole lot of people. I knew some, but this year I felt like, you know, when I got there, um, uh, Chrissy's here too, but she dropped me off this morning. She ran some errands and then came in later. And, you know, like, I was just walking around, like, seeing people I knew, like, hey, how's it going? And ran into, you know, the folks from uh, uh, Standing Freedom Center at Liter Liberty University and um you know the guys from victory channel and you know other platforms and it was cool i had a good time and uh did a little press today and uh, back tomorrow so yeah, and i noticed good. that you had a busy day weaseling yourself into various stories around the world i did today. have a successful pr day i'm not gonna lie okay, so, so uh, i saw the picture of you on set with some of billy's people um and uh, i don't i'm not so, talking i'm not talking about fat anonymous i'm talking about that other <laughs> What? So I did. I did <laughs> David, uh, Brody. David, David yes, Brody's David show. Brody's show. Yes. So Brody's awesome. I've been doing uh, his show fairly regularly, and uh, so, but this first time in person. So was that, that was, was now was that scheduled or were you just kind of standing around going, "I'd like to be on. I'd like to be on." What was, so what I have a happening? standing. I have a standing date with them every <laughs> Thursday, at uh, um, that I do a show. But this worked out that it was able to be in person. Oh, so. Uh, it, it was an adjusted time, but it was a scheduled day. Okay. Um, it was originally going to be yeah. Skype, and then they found out I was down here. So, um, and then uh, and then yeah, I, I got um, um, got uh, I ended up getting included in a Fox piece on the situation <laughs> in Ukraine. I had spent some time over there in 2018. I don't, that's and, that was, so that was amazing. So I'm reading this Fox News story about Ukraine and about these pastors, and I read and. Who should pop up about a third of the way into the story? Lucas Miles. I'm like, he's everywhere. How, how does he? Get, no, but I'll tell. I'll tell you. Lucas is a hustler. I don't leave my. I don't. I haven't left my office in two years. So I don't know. <laughs> I haven't. I don't go. The only event I've gone to was NRB last June. So I, I've been in my office since last June. Lucas is all over America. I don't. I don't even count Billy. Like the whole country is open. That's like right. Everybody's around. Only, I never want to leave again. He's the only one. I had the down. most successful year of my life in my office. <laughs> well, the rest of the world appreciated it probably, but probably. Uh, I just, you know, I don't like traveling anymore. I feel like an elderly. Pra I don't want to travel. Yeah. I don't want to leave my house. 
I like going to restaurants, obviously. You're like one of the grumpy guys on the Muppets. No, you know That's what it is? That's kind of who you are. I'm like, I'm all about making life easier at this point. So if I don't have to go anywhere. You are. I did like I did like seven remote interviews today from my office. I haven't I, I changed my shirt. That's all I've done all day. Been in this well, office. Good, good for you. Good for I, you. I admire the do you hustle think, though. Do you think he's aware that the rest of the country's open, Lucas? No. Because I mean I, I think, think he's still getting he's still getting groceries not, delivered, wiping them down. Oh no! Yes. I don't wipe anything down, but I get my groceries delivered. Well, obviously, you must want. You must want. You must want to get Disney COVID tonight or Disney Springs. They call yeah, it. Yeah, I love it there. Yeah, and packed. Yeah, packed. Of course it was. And, That's wonderful. Um, That's and wonderful. Like, you know, I don't miss any of it. it was <laughs> I a, wish I did. It was now they they still had servers. Disney still has their servers and staff masked, but you know, like none of the people walking around. I mean, maybe like one in. Maybe one in ten, yeah. you know, one in twenty, something like that, are masked. Yeah. Um, no, but but see, Chris is laughing, but he's not much better. Chris oh, I'm has way gone better. To fewer locations out. He's taken as many trips no, as I have. Okay, but let year. me let me say this: not because I'm afraid of being outdoors, or, I'm not or afra- let me clarify or that I prefer that I prefer to be. It's just, I'm not afraid. I, prefer I don't to be inside now. I don't. I don't like people, so I just don't go around. Yeah, being, just, no, I'm kidding. Uh, if you no, could I, double my salary and keep me in my like, office, for instance, why, why would for I instance, not? I'm I'm driving to Mount Vernon this weekend, which is north of Seattle, because my daughter's playing in a state basketball game. So I'm going to drive to that on Saturday morning and drive back Saturday afternoons, six hours each way. You guys, go are, to such, you guys are high one school step girls away basketball. From being Howard Hughes, that's all I know. <laughs> so, you know but what? but like we're trying to book a plane. We're 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 trying to figure out what we're going to do for spring break, which is coming up, you know, in a month, month and a half. And we're like trying to book flights to California, right? Because now they're getting rid of the mask mandate there. And but okay, so I hate airlines. Hate airlines. We I we have tried to book flights for us and our the wife and I and the three monsters, and it has been an absolute nightmare. I can't get the same flight to pop up two searches in a row. It is an absolute garbage fest on the <laughs> trying to find a a, a, a a flight but i am not as anti see billy is anti going outdoors because that takes a little bit of activity on his part he would rather be sedentary he doesn't i would rather he does, look he I'm doesn't the only one at a standing he desk does, right now he doesn't in fairness he doesn't he doesn't in, he doesn't like to stand and so he claims you know to have a standing is? desk you know but he's is? sitting at his standing desk so that's the you know what it is you know what it is I just want life to be simpler. So I used to love to travel. I don't I don't even want to deal with it. The thought of having to put a mask on and get on an airplane. Yeah, it is obnoxious. Somewhere. Now I have to do this it's, for NRB. Right. No, Billy now I saw, Billy I'm, Howell. I'm, I'm actually Simpleton. Going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to NRB. That's like my favorite weekly. Actually, March is like my new favorite month because it's like just jam-packed for me right now. But I saw the story on um Rand Paul is is forcing the vote on mass on planes. Is that a thing? Oh, I didn't hear that. I I don't I don't doubt it, but I didn't hear it. Yeah, yeah. I think he's I think he's forcing uh forcing a vote on it. Really? Um Yeah, so here's a story. This is from I don't even know what this is. Como News. Um Insider. sounds reliable. My, internet, my In, internet's going crazy K, right now. Como K O M O. Oh, K-O-M-O. K-O-M-O. That's, that's, a, that's a Seattle news station. Yeah, Como News. So 
Um, and so it says that, uh, yeah, so he says, I have a thing. bill that I am going to force a vote on in the next two weeks on getting rid of the mass on airplanes, told Bon Gino. There you go. It's only um, theater. You can take them off for 15 minutes and breathe the air, and then which is recirculated to everybody else, Yeah, which that would be amazing. Yeah, It would be. Uh, and listen, I wish there was a mask that could shield me from subways and airplanes that would work. But the reality is <laughs> there is not. And I don't think I'll ever go on a subway again. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I didn't go on subways before this. Chris knows this. I would oh, walk yeah. 20 miles if I had you to avoid going on a subway. Billy is, Part of that Billy. was the weight requirement, though, wasn't it? <laughs> yes. So he has to shuffle sideways. <laughs> but he, So Billy is anti-hoi polloi, right? He is... What we have to under, what you have to remember about Billy, and you can doc this is documented. You can go through the archives. In fact, I would encourage everyone to to listening, go back through the archives of the Church Boys podcast. Go back and listen to old episodes, and there is a record of Billy being better than everyone else. Because oh, it is. I mean, I, yes, probably. There is a, I, well, I there is a reason. Subways for sure. There is a reason that my children. When they talk to you or about you, refer to you as Princess Billy because <laughs> Billy has Billy has I no just, use you know, for I the common be man. To in my house, that's what I would prefer now. Do so I don't go to Walmart anymore either. I've checked Walmart off my list you, because Instacart will bring it to me. Right, I was gonna say, do you have Walmart bring your things to your house? So Instacart. Yeah, I them. ordered a shovel and salt the other day. God, my shovel was broken, and I thought I'm gonna order a shovel and salt. It is. It is. I'm. I'm seriously concerned about you. Yeah. You know what? I've. I've never been happier. Does, and I'll tell. I mean, I drive to Pennsylvania and I come back, so I. I fluctuate between two locations. So now I know Andrea works. Do you out. go to church or do you live stream? Oh, they live stream. Um, we have been live streaming, but right. we were going for a long time. But we started live streaming right until COVID hit, and then they stopped. And they go, have been no, live no, streaming we since going, COVID. Hit. We were going until about a month and a half ago. For how long? Because two months ago you told me you were still doing church in your pajamas. No, no, no. I went back to church for a long time, for a while, probably until January ish. From from when till till January? Church boys that you actually go to church. (laughs) Well, I listen, I get more church than I did when I was going, but I do think people should go and we'll we'll get back to going again soon. We're just so Andrea works Andrea works outside the home. Yes. She's a teacher in New York. She uh-huh. works outside the home. Does she have the same hang-ups you do about like being out? I mean, is she like, I want to be home whenever I can be and not be out? Or is she like, yeah, but or is she just laughing at you? Co- none of this is because of COVID or being nervous about COVID. But it's what started it. No, I no, I kind of always kind of felt this way. It just helped. It helped solidify not wanting to <laughs> there's not a, do anything. There's not a part of you that is solid, Billy. So listen, I here's the deal. What am I? What am I missing? I'm enjoying being in my in my Joe Biden in basement. Hovel. I'm here. <laughs> I mean, I go out. I went to a funeral last Sunday. Oh, there you go. That's well. That's you've just completely well, you're made living your case. It up now, Boys. Billy. You are living. I go it out. Up. I go to funerals. That and I was supposed right. to be at church for an event on Saturday. It got, can- it got canceled due to weather and a flight thing. So Lucas, how surprised are you that the one event that Billy's been to in the last week and a half that's outside <laughs> his home was a freaking funeral? That doesn't surprise anyone listening. <laughs> so, well, listen, guys. Well, all right, no, so, so my, yeah, my wife is at work every day. So she goes into the Bronx every day. I was in, I was in the city the other day. For, I've gone a right. funeral, a hospital visit. This right. is what my doctor, wife is. right? Exactly. Uh, so b- back to wow. st- back to right. back to the Star Trek convention. Back to CPAC. 
So you're you're staying. Are you going? Are you going to go to Disney other than Disney Springs? Are you guys going to the the, the big park or not? No, I don't think we're going to do like any parks while we're here. So we have some other stuff on the agenda, but no, no parks. So probably Disney Springs was our only book Disney signings, activity. that sort of thing. Uh, so, yeah. t- so Billy and I have long said that CPAC is the conservative Star Trek convention. You disagree with us. Tell us where we're wrong. What, 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 how, how have we possibly missed this? Cause I've been to a butt ton of these things and every year it got weirder and weirder, but now I will also grant that I haven't been in several years, probably, Billy, how long has it been since I've been six years, it's seven years since I've been longer than that. I, you had, you hadn't gone. I would say it's longer than that because the I last time I years. went, and I don't know if it was the year you went. I think it was. I think you were there. It was like SE Cup. That was like the last time. SC yeah, Cup we was met. There. You and I thing. met up with SE. Yeah. Yes. That was, was that the last time. time? So that, that had to have been maybe 2009 is not accurate. I no, would say 2014. I, yeah, I bet that's it. I bet it's 2014. I know I was there when Trump spoke the first. Was it the first time or the second time? Do you remember that? Yeah, I was not there for that. I had already checked out. Okay. So I was there for because that. I wanted to live in my basement. So, look, I I spent the majority of the day on kind of the press media row, which is sort of right in the center of things, and they 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 do that super super well. They do. Oh, did very you find well. Michael Pelka? Michael Pelka, our friend, is he, he there? Looking, is Opelka there? Yes, yes, he's there. He's on Radio Row, Fox News, one of the Florida stations. Drew Steele, I think. Oh, okay. really? Look okay. for him because yeah. he'll talk with you. Yeah, I'll look for him. Okay, cool. Um, and so. You know, so I'm seeing that side of it more than anything else. But like just people walking around the event, it was just very orderly. It was very um, it just felt very normal, like any other major, you know, convention or conference. Um, I felt like people were like put together and well dressed and like, you know, respectable and friendly and, you know, talking with each other. And it just wasn't there wasn't like weird stuff that I saw. There wasn't hype. Now, I didn't go in the in like the convention hall, you know, where they have like all the booths of everything else there. So I'll probably walk through that tomorrow. Um, But uh, no, I I loved it. I I feel like it was, you know, um, I mean, this event that that I enjoyed last year, enjoyed this year. So yeah, I I think it's, I think it's worth giving another, Billy, come out of the bunker, give it another shot. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I feel like very much, I understand why Biden never left during the campaign. I get it. I feel like I totally am like, so one with Biden. And I would say that you're right about that. CPAC does a good job with Radio Row, the media section, and and it's gotten better every year. I totally agree with you on that. Um, You haven't been to the booth area yet. So I would be interested your take after you wander through all of that. Uh, morass. Yes, I, and will, then, I will report back next week. On and that. then the other thing that I would also see—the other thing that always got me is there were always people costumed, right? And either oh, I saw zero of that tricorn hats or whatever else, you know. And there oh, wait, was, I take it back. I, I did see there were like there were probably five ladies that had. Wait, gotta count my letters here. Daughters of there the were five la- ladies that each had a letter on that spelled Trump that had like red shirts on that were kind of like older ladies. That was this. That was the only thing that I saw that would be anywhere close to a quote unquote costume. So, did you say hi to Chris's mom? <laughs> <laughs> I love Chris's mom actually. So I shouldn't even be making that joke. Um, I don't mind a shirt, a good coordinated shirt with a name on it. I can let that one pass. Yeah. No, I can't. 
Uh, so <laughs> all right, but the right. Yeah, but it's also the people wondering. All right, we should probably start the show, and then we'll get into some serious Let's discussion about what's going on in the world. All right. Yeah, a lot, lot going on in the world. Ladies and gentlemen. Hello. From the sublime to the ridiculous, but mostly ridiculous. Billy Hollowell. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? It's not what he said, you ignorant wretch. Chris Field. Bad guy in little coat. Let me tell you why I suck. Lucas Miles. I want you to forget what you saw here today. Aw, I've interrupted happy time. The Church Boys. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I hate these guys. I'm not beaten yet. I still have armies in the Ukraine. <laughs> the Ukraine. You know what the Ukraine is? It's a sitting duck. A road apple, Newman. The Ukraine is weak. It's feeble. I think it's time to put the hurt on the Ukraine. I come from Ukraine. You not say Ukraine weak. Yeah, well, we're playing a game here, pal. Ukraine is game to you? How about I take your little borders? So, if you don't laugh, you cry. So, the world is falling apart. What is your, uh, Billy? What is going on here? That's weird. you. Sorry. I don't know why that came on. Billy? That's... <laughs> Stellar my, production quality. Um, my, yes, continue. put on my producer hat here. Uh, so, Billy, you've been immersed. I mean, we all have. I mean, well, Lucas has been wandering around self-promoting, but you and I, Billy, have been <laughs> <laughs> immersed. <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> I actually In have a, things I could be doing right now. My favorite. <laughs> yeah, Lucas and I also had to do. We did videos for NRB. And oh, did you? Yours is great, Lucas. So what Thank kind of videos? Wait, what videos did you do for NRB? Oh, we both like introduced our sessions that we are doing. We are both we're moderating back to back sessions. So yeah, everyone's gonna leave. Here's Lucas, what, Lucas has the all star one, and then everyone's gonna be gone to dinner so, for mine, which will be nice because I don't really want to so do. So my a guess lot. is that you guys are hosting sessions about the Church Boys, and I'm not even mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> which is fun. Well. All right. Did so, you nominate? The, is the Church Boys nominated for an award uh, again? I don't think so. Not that I, I know, know of. I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. Um, okay, so, Billy, you and I well, have been immersed in, in all seriousness. Lucas, you have had a day, so I'm not. I'm, well, I actually, I did it. I talked about Ukraine a couple of times on some of these interviews okay. since I was there in 2018. That's right. Oh, that's right. Because we, the reason I didn't know that is because I was ignoring everything you were saying. So, and you saw my fox, my fox story right, that about I was praying about Ukraine. Praying yes. for you. I was just doing a random, actually, search for Lucas Miles, as I do every day. Uh, <laughs> Billy, tell us what tell us what your thoughts are on the whole Ukraine situation. What's going on there? Yeah, no, it's been interesting because, like you said, we've been immersed in sort of reading all about it and trying to understand it, and I think. Um, it's hard to have a lot of conclusive thoughts on it because Putin is so out of control, so defiant. The things that even his threat, his ominous threat last night, you know, usually you feel like, OK, the person might be insane or evil or they might be whatever. But there's some kind of measure. And I'm I'm actually feeling like there's no measure whatsoever right now on this. Yeah. And that that's the part of it that feels really concerning. Right. And then to see that. China has nine planes flying through, you know, Taiwan's airspace. And to see that Iran got on a phone call, you know, with the president of Iran with Putin and said they understand his security concerns. And then the last thing I'll say on this tirade is 
to have Putin then say, well, we had no choice but to do this because our you know, security and the, our very existence was at stake. These are some really insane and then takes. For the, and then for the Russians, who have who the Russians and the Ukrainians, by the way, have been have a history of anti-Semitism to come out and say that that they don't believe that that Israel has any rights to the Golan Heights and they no longer recognize Jerusalem as the capital. Right. Tel Aviv. He's, he's what? <laughs> where did right, that I mean, come from? I don't. So, so anybody who's watching this though, and who has any kind of like command on eschatology and end times things like everyone's right. eyebrows exactly. are raising. Now that doesn't mean that any of that has anything to, but right. you are thinking, Oh, every key player, yes. like, is emerging right. at the same well, time. It's, it's like yeah. Q Turkey, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the, the the other one we're waiting on here, yeah. right? Yeah. Which, it's by weird. the way, didn't wasn't there a bombing? Like Turkey's going to have to. St- Turkey's a member of NATO, but NATO Turkey was being attacked, or the embassy was being attacked, or something today. Something happened with Turkey. I don't remember what it was. But anyway. A Turkish oh, Turkish owned ship was. Yeah, it was fired um, on. Russia fired yeah. on a Turkish ship or or a, a port or Bomb. something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what in the world? Yeah, I, yeah it's crazy. Yeah, it is, I don't know, guys. Not... So, but okay, so there are a lot of people out there. It, d- raise your hand if you think that that uh, President Biden bears some culpability in all of this, right? I mean, certainly there's yeah, blame. Sure. There's blame. My hand, blame my hand is, my hand is up I, a little. I would also yeah. add that there are things that Trump did that weren't necessarily helpful when it comes to dealing with Putin. Yeah, I think yeah. there were some. I'm not I'm I'm not going to say that Trump was pro Putin or pro Russia. I don't I that's not what I believe. But I don't believe that he sent I think there were a lot of mixed messages sent from the Trump campaign to Russia. Whatever those messages were exactly. Would this know. be happening right now if Trump were president? I I kind of say no. I kind of think no, but I don't think I would be interested in why you say no, Lucas, because I think our reasons might be slightly different. I think that I, I think he's a negotiator. I think that's what he does. And I think we saw, you know, I mean, who else has sat down with, you know, North Korea? I mean, and, and so there's been an ability to at least get in the room and a willingness to like fly around the world if need be to sit down and have those conversations. And I think he demonstrated that it demonstrated that multiple instances. And so you know, um, I mean, can you say for sure? No, it's just obviously hypothetical. But I don't think that this looks the same if if Trump were in office. Yeah, I, I think that, uh, and I I think that I agree with you in part. I think there's multi multiple reasons that play into this. One is he's willing; he is a negotiator; he's willing to fly over. Uh, two is a lot of people viewed him as unstable. Whether that's fair or not, he was viewed that way. Okay, uh, that was maybe part of it. And I think another part of it is. And, and let me add before I say my last reason, and I think is maybe maybe has becoming my number one reason. I don't know for sure. Is that to be fair to Trump, uh, Russia went after Crimea in 2014 when when Biden was vice president, didn't attack, do anything or sort of aggression to the West uh, for four years, which happened to coincide with Trump being president, and then starts getting antsy yep. again. Right? Okay. So yep. I will I will acknowledge all of that. I think it is a fair thing to say that if Trump were still president, there's a decent chance that this isn't happening. The reasons for that are multifold. I think that the the, the reason that I'm leaning toward the most, I shouldn't say this is the only reason, but it's kind of leading my argument right now in my own mind, and that is 
Trump was not a big fan of NATO. I, I mean, he he was he encouraged us on several different occasions. If he didn't if he didn't say it outright, at least implied the the idea that the, the U.S. should get out of NATO. And that is something that Putin wanted. And I yeah. think that as long as Trump was willing to talk about the U.S. getting out of NATO, which would open up East, at least Eastern Europe, if not all of Europe, to um, Moscow's wishes, I think as long as Trump was talking that way, Putin was like, you know what? I kind of got this guy in my, not in my pocket, because that sounds like bribery. I don't, that's not what I mean. But do you know what I mean? Like, he's on my well, side when it comes to NATO Trump was probably just stuff. saying it. He was probably just but saying Trump it for is that auto, reason. Trump, yeah, Trump has always, though, had some, and again, there are some there are some fair arguments for an anti-interventionist anti-alliances tendencies so can i can i i understand you two you two are bellowing about this and i would say all that stuff is legitimate i do think the number one reason why is because trump is viewed as crazy and unstable and nobody knows what he's going to do and i think part of that's intentional i think he projected that because he wants people to not know what he's going to do. And and here's the thing. In fairness to Trump, and I'll probably take heat for saying it, if your goal is to have international peace and stability, right? Everybody complained about how crazy Trump was and how bad it was and how he right. was sparking all of this. Uh, we have more instability than probably we've had, at, since I can remember, with somebody who is half asleep all the time. <laughs> Okay, and who doesn't send crazy tweets and doesn't do these things. All the things they accuse Trump of sparking seem to be the things going on. I'm not going to say they're all Biden's fault under Biden. Right. So I don't know. I mean, but I do think, look, I had I have a relative who's like, I don't want people afraid of our country. I want people afraid of us. Be terrified. I don't like. All right. Yeah. Anyway. So I here's I I think what everybody has to every what everybody needs to acknowledge is that this is. Putin's fault. Yes. Uh, this yeah, it, that is something that this I would word it differently though. It it's it is that Putin Putin is at fault for doing what Putin it. is at fault for. Right. You know, it's it, he he is this whole this situation is complex. There's all sorts of sure. things that are happening there. And I think that you don't have to choose. I think that you can look at Biden and go, man, this is a mess. You dealt with this terribly. This should have been dealt with differently. And look at Putin and say, this is evil. This should never have happened. You should never be doing this. We can point, you know, we can point more than one finger in this situation. Oh, sure. And it's not, it doesn't have to be an either or. And I think that's what we've seen today is either or on this. And I think it's failed to acknowledge like the full scope of what's actually happening. And that's, and I should have, I should have, as, as you know, I should have worded that differently. I'm not intelligent. The, I think to me the number one, the number one person who deserves blame. There is plenty of blame to go around. The number one percent, number yes. one person who deserves blame would be Putin. He's the one taking yeah. the action, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I, I want to add though that our Afghanistan pullout, and I don't care what anybody else. And yes, oh, I totally Trump agree. set the timetable for that. Yep. I get every, That's everyone's first response. Trump, I don't freaking care. The way we handled Afghanistan was yeah. terrible. It made us look weak. We looked like we couldn't care less about anybody else and that we had no plans to do anything other than watch our president sleep half the time. And, and wh- that is And where unhelpful. does Russia like to send a message to the world about the US when it comes to conflict? Afghanistan. They did so it just, they did yeah. it 40 years ago and they're and they're going to use it as an example now. And and you know, Trump might have put dates on that, but but it didn't happen the way that he you know, had well, as far as we know, it's I mean, not like we, yeah, we, right. we don't know. I mean, we right. didn't I mean, see it happen. People come out and talked about that. Right. You know, yeah. so right. it's it's um, 
Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Right. That 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 whole thing is crazy, and and we we continue to see incompetency in the White House in the current administration here, and that gives opportunity for people like Putin to, you know, do the things that they've been wanting to do for a while that now they're not afraid to do because they you know we got somebody asleep at the helm. And there's also, and I would add, and this is administration related. But it isn't just this administration, and it isn't the Trump, just the Trump administration, and not just the Obama administration, and not just the Bush administration. There are a lot of bureaucrats in our State Department and our foreign affairs areas who who have totally screwed us on a lot of these things, who have who have been appeasers, who have made a career of appeasing. I mean, even George. Listen, I, I I'm a George George W. Bush fan. I'm not an apologist, but I'm a fan of him as a man, as a dude, right? And I and I liked him as president. Fine. There are things that I disagreed with him about. But one of the things that drove me crazy was his willingness to call, you know, Putin was pooty poot, right? I looked into his eyes and there was no malice there, whatever it was that he famously said, right? And he called him pooty poot. So he had his nicknames for him. And, stuff. and I think that we were, I think we were a little softer Pooty-poo. on pooty poot. Called him pooty poot. I mean, Putin is something that does happen after Taco Bell. That's I'm true. convinced of that. So. So, I, I, so I think that I think that there is some blame there to go around as far as the bureaucracy goes, as far as the institutionalized appeasement brigade that has been in our State Department and our foreign affairs offices for the last 30 years. Right. Like, and who is how can anybody be surprised at how Biden is handling this, whether you whether you want to blame him or not, the way he's handling it has failed. The man has been wrong on pretty much every foreign policy question of the last 45 years. I mean, yeah. the, when the he's guy's been in, awake to have an opinion. Right. I mean, you watch him in the Senate, watch his Senate career since the mid 70s. He's been bad on everything. He's just wrong all the time, constantly. Yeah. The other thing. Just to add this, like the the toxic insanity of how divided we are. Yeah. And obviously we can't all be kumbaya. We're going to agree. But I do think even with the presidents, like the former presidents, if there was a way to not look so divided and everybody hates each other, these enemies seize on this. They're using it against us to convince us to further hate one another. I mean, when we talk about fake news and misinformation, they're they're seizing on things to create those divides and to make it and to make it you know, worse for us. So I just, I wish we would wake up to that because that's one of Putin's greatest, I think, you know, tools in all this. Yeah. And I mean, I think in, I mean, there's probably an argument can be made that some of these groups are financing some of the chaos here that, you know, and the misinformation and everything else that's happening. So it's, it's, it's certainly strategic, you know, across the board and, and it's, it's worked. Yeah. I mean, it's worked quite quite well. Speaking of pooty poot, an, an actress named Anna Lynn McCord today put out a a poem as they call it. They call it slam poetry. What is that? What's it called? I don't know. It's uh, annoying. Whatever it, it is, is annoying, and it's because it's not. It's poetry, but it's like it's. If I were a dog, I would eat a biscuit. Right. Like it's like well, these if, weird. Yeah. It's like that. Was, like being a dog is a prerequisite for you. All right. So here's some of what she had to say. Dear President. Oh, pooty poot. I'm so sorry that I was not your mother. (laughs) If I was your mother, you would have been so loved, held in the arms of joyous light. Never would the stories plight the world unfurled before our eyes. Oh, sorry. What? Pure demise of nations sitting peaceful under a night sky. If I was your mother, the world would have been warm, (laughs) 
so much laughter and joy and nothing would harm. I can't imagine the stain, the soul-stealing pain that the little boy you must have seen and believed and the formulation of thought quickly taught. Okay, okay that's enough. Because it just goes on for two and a two half and minutes. Two and a half is my first time hearing that, by the way. Oh, you got to hear the whole... Do you want to hear some more? No. It just goes no. on and on and on. It is really quite something. So It's like Chris at a buffet. <laughs> Just never stops. This giant, you use a trash stop. can lid. Uh, so it's like, if only he'd had more tummy time, right? It's like this, anyway. So someone named Kate, Kate, who works at Barstool, put on her own version of this. And so I really got a kick out of this one. This one's just a minute. It's a little funnier. Dear President Vladimir Putin, I'm so sorry that I was not your mother. <laughs> You would get so many raspberries after your bath. Real funny ones on your little Putin belly. You'd laugh so much you'd shake like a bowl of Putin jelly. If I had been your mother, I'd let you stay up late to watch 90 Day Fiance. You wouldn't understand it, but we'd have fun anyway. If I were your mother, I would rely upon you heavily for likes on Instagram before you were uh, evil. Which would build your self-esteem, and you'd say, I like myself the way I am. <clears throat> if I were your mother, you wouldn't have to invade Ukraine. Instead, we'd splash in puddles in the driveway in the rain. Perhaps it's not too late. We can spare the world such pain. Come over and bake cookies. We'll use up all the sugar cane. <laughs> That's so stupid. <clears throat> it's not too late. <laughs> she just gives his thumbs up. <laughs> oh my god oh so the world has different ways of dealing with the but i mean let me but what's the <laughs> over and under and i think it's not going to happen but on on like a world war three uh, i'm not i don't know it doesn't seem impossible it doesn't seem impossible it doesn't to me it doesn't seem likely but it certainly isn't certainly far more possible today than it was 36 hours ago yeah, I mean the the fact that North Korea and China and <laughs> Iran are so quiet oh, during this is yeah. probably the part of it that makes me the most disturbed by it. Oh yeah. And it's yeah. Yeah, I mean there's there's just the I mean <laughs> I, I think what's more likely is that if if the US doesn't have a strong response or some sort of you know, reaction here really to speak of that it just continues to, you know, solidify us as no longer the superpower that we once were. And at least under this current administration. Um, and, and I think it, it makes us more and more, uh, or I should say it makes us less relevant really, you know, overall, yeah. um, whether that leads to some massive scale, you know, obviously yet to be seen, we pray that it doesn't, uh, but but certainly all eyes on you know what's happening here. I I yeah. think that there are too many people like who and, and not just in the U.S. who are so anti going. Not I don't mean like it's not like people want to go to war, but you know what I mean. There are a lot of people so anti going to war in that that I I don't see it happening yet. There's not that I don't see that resolve anywhere in the no. world right now. And which is why which is why Putin felt like he could just waltz into Kiev, which is what he's going to do because there's no resolve anywhere else. I don't understand why they didn't. Well, and I do understand because it would have been probably in Putin's mind an act of war to cut off every financial. Oh, they should every have every ability. They, they should have done, they should have done that a week when ago. Biden was, 
when he was being questioned about that today and wouldn't answer, I think it was Caitlin was a Caitlin Collins uh-huh. from CNN. And she's like, why are, have you not, why have you not done this? Is it, it's on the table. Why are you not doing it? He wouldn't respond to it. And I'm thinking that would have been my first, like, because when he said it could take a month, I'm thinking how many people will be dead? There's almost 200 people dead Let's right now. Let's give it a month and see where we are is what he said. That's right. That's nuts. It's that's, crazy. And Cut it yeah. off now. Right. And not I mean, just, a lot can happen and, in five hours alone. And not just sanctions days. on like their banks, but like actual sanctions on Putin himself. And was one of the things that, that Biden said is on the table is sanctions on Putin himself. Yeah. But I mean, listen, listen, if you're Putin, right? You've been fighting about this Nord Stream 2 pipeline. That's good. You're Putin. You're pooty poot. If you're fighting about the the Nord Stream 2 pipeline that goes through the Baltic Sea that they built in the Baltic Sea that goes into Germany, right? That's what. That's and so Biden finally gives that the okay. So they're working on that. Now Germany says we're putting a pause on the on the Nord Stream 2. So if you're Putin, you take over Ukraine. Guess what? You don't need anymore. Right. You don't need Nord Stream 2 anymore because you got the pipelines coming through the Ukraine. He knew they were doing yep. all this and didn't stop. Right. So what does that tell you? This so was if, not. If if you're Putin, what do you, you want to take over? You want you. <laughs> you're pooty poot. <laughs> Putin to me is like another word for passing gas. I, I know. don't know why. So if you're Putin, I just I'm sorry. So if you're if Fire you're me. if you're pooty poot, you want to take Ukraine for a multitude of reasons. One, you believe that it's part of the Soviet Union. Your your goal is to rebuild the Soviet Union, which he has said is what he wants. Like he blasted Stalin and Lenin for giving up too much of of Russia of the Soviet Union, right? In his right. rambling speech that that he gave a, well, a few days ago, that certain someone said we should read it and realize that we are the bad guys. But we'll discuss that maybe another time. Um, but he also wants to build that buffer because because Ukraine isn't part of NATO, so he wants that buffer. He wants the buffer between Poland and and that's what he wants. He, the further you can get. NATO from from Moscow, the better in his mind. And the other is he's got the oil flowing now. He's got the pipelines that go through. He doesn't have to worry about Nord Stream too. He doesn't have to worry about any of that. He has a stranglehold now on on Europe's well, yeah. you know energy situation. And because Europe decided, you know what, screw nuclear, nuclear, we're going to go green. How are those green policies working out for you now, Europe? Exactly. Well, yeah. Camilla said this was all going to work, right? I mean, that was the whole. Well, then never mind. Yeah, I, I just can't with any of it. I think my concern is the loss of life. And Lucas, yep. you were there in 2018. You've been there. Um, so yeah, I, I literally saw one of the pictures where they, you know, showed just kind of the cars filling the highway, evacuating and everything else. Like, I know, I, I mean, I was on that road. And yeah, so um, tell us about Ukraine. You know, it's, I had a great, I had a really great experience there. I mean, I was there for um, the 501st anniversary of, um, the protestant reformation mm-hmm. and so probably missed the big year but uh was there the following year and nothing and like I was, going on I the 501st was... anniversary yes yeah <laughs> I, I missed i missed the big one so uh it's like missing haley's comment and you like <laughs> see your neighbor's flashlight you know or something but um but uh i i ended up you know i was there for i don't i want to say it was like seven or ten days or something and and it was just a great experience. I mean, the people were amazing. And I had, I mean, while I was there, um, I mean, we were we were going to events where the head of, you know, the uh, uh, national security for Ukraine was there and the vice president was there. And I mean, I was, a, I was like, I was in, um, you know, I mean, in, in the same room as some of these guys on a couple of occasions. 
and didn't have tremendous interaction with like world leaders. I don't want to paint the picture that I did, but I mean, I was, I was able to see them and, you know, sitting rows behind them, that sort of thing. And they really just took great care of us. Um, and I met with a lot of church leaders there. I met with a lot of the, uh, you know, some of the members of like their parliament, uh, a couple of Christian guys that are pretty uh, prominent in that space. And the, the event that they hosted, they call it their Thanksgiving Day celebration, which is a celebration of the Reformation. I mean, they probably had, I mean, almost, uh, I mean, easy close to 200,000 people in the streets who were there worshiping, praising the Lord, like talking about Jesus, listening to messages for, you know, two days straight. So were you mostly um, in Kiev? So there's a, were you there, mostly in Kiev or were you all over the place? No, I was just, I was just in Kiev. Uh, and so a couple people on our team actually went down to see uh, where some of the conflicts had been prior to that, you know, with the things that happened in 2014, et cetera. And so, but I, I didn't go on that. I just stayed in, in, in Kiev. So is it, is it surprising? I mean, I, it wouldn't have struck me as Kiev being someplace to go to mark the anniversary of the Reformation. Why, why Kiev for that? Because that's, it's, you know, aren't they, I, I aren't they, aren't they, are the they mostly his... Russian Orthodox? Are they not Orthodox? Yeah, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of Orthodox that are there um, for sure, uh, but probably not all of them. Um, I don't know why they've kind of taken that on hmm. so much. I mean, it's not like Luther, you know, uh, did the ninety five thesis, you know, in Kiev, you right. know. So, um, but I think that they they just really would say that they feel like their uh, the freedom that they have has come from the Lord yeah. and that they would celebrate that. And so there was a couple of times, one of the, one of the members of parliament, you know, specifically shared with me personally. And he said that, you know, he's like, you have to understand that geographically Ukraine is the last barrier that prevents a communist Europe. Yeah. And so, you know, he's like, it's so important that we hold the line here um, and he goes more than anything like that has to start with our faith. And so I, I was thinking about that all day today. And that's, that's really, you know, it's what we're seeing. And so, um, you know, Ukraine, this, the idea that this is just a local skirmish that we're hearing some people say is ridiculous. This is, this is, um, it affects the rest of the world, uh, because it is, it is that, uh, uh, it is, it, it is a, uh, key component in the wall around I, I think that in cases freedom in this yeah. world and i think that it's falling is it, you know makes makes a big difference so we we have to you know i just i really pray that 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 they are able to stand through this and weather this that makes the, and the western thing i mean it's that's the protestant reformation is very western thing i mean that makes it yeah. makes sense that that would they would identify with that that's well it's also the fact that, and little known fact you probably didn't know this i mean you're a, you're a theologian you don't even know this history uh, Martin Luther's younger brother, Craig Luther, um, mimeographed uh, several of the pages and took them to Kiev and nailed them on the post office door there. There wasn't a Catholic church, so it was Craig Luther that we can thank for celebrating the, marking the Protestant. Billy's not even listening now, so it doesn't I've given matter. up on both of you. You said marking the Protestant. Uh, Billy's not even listening right now. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like he's about to fall asleep. Billy, have you, you still dealing with the COVID issue, or you got the COVID? What's going on over there? I don't have the COVID. I'm definitely getting a cold. Both of my kids were sick, and I know how much I. This is my first that. time being sick in over two, like two That's and a half years. Because you haven't left, you've been hermetically sealed in your home. I well, and it's a little upsetting. I'm not going to lie, because <laughs> I was planning on never getting sick again. So it's a little this bit has upsetting. been a little disturbing to me. Um, 
Yeah. I forgot what it's like to be sick, to be honest. Yeah, well. So I'm not I, happy about you it. You have but... no idea how much I hope that you have COVID. I mean, like, not not I'm severe sure COVID, do. not long COVID, just COVID. No, you're you're dying for it. We have said, though, because we, we are, I joke, I'm out of the house. I'm not in the house all the time. My wife's out of the house. Both kids are out of the house. I'm out of the house to do things I need to do routinely. And I don't wear masks when I don't need to, if it's not required. So, um, we none of us have had it, and it's very strange. Like, and not just as far as we know, I'm pretty sure we none of us have had it. Yeah, it, it, which is weird. Speaking My wife's of, a teacher. Speaking of the masks, mask. Do you still wear the CPAP mask? Oh, I only if I'm gonna wear a mask, I don't wear cloth masks because they're pointless. I wear he didn't um, hear me. A did surgical, he? what the CPAP. Oh. <laughs> I would. Hey, if they told me that it would prevent me from getting any cold, I'd wear. I don't mind this. this you you want to wear the hose sick. over your face so you're sleeping? That forces the air into your nose. Yes, I know. I have relatives who use but it. I'm I mean, sure I'll be using it before long, and I'm sure you have one. Why do you know so much about I it? <laughs> I don't. You guys are a mess. I was just making a fat joke. All right. Well, this has been fun. So, um, but anyway, the point is, we're basically doomed. That's the point. So no, let's end. Let's on a let's end on a funny note. This is. This is from CNN today, and they are doing their ratings are so bad that they have to insert advertising within their programming. And so they're talking about Kiev, and they've got air raid sirens going out that are ringing out in in Kiev. Or I think it should still be called Kiev. I don't know why we decided to start calling it Kiev, but it's Kiev. I think we should so call it Kiev. They call it Kiev there. Right. They also speak Russian there, yeah. so I don't. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, so Keith, air raid sirens are going off. And as it's going off, suddenly uh, CNN breaks for commercial. They don't really break. They just move the screens around. And there's a big screen with a commercial on it. And then this air raid siren playing. And you're going to get a kick out of the advertisement that was played. So here, what you're going to hear is the air raid siren. And then you will hear the advertisement. A little bit of chicken fry. No beer on Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right. I kid you not. That was actually footage from CNN. And, and the, they the got The imagery of it is, it's bad. <laughs> so, it's bad. Okay. So, bad. so, okay. Billy, I know you need to get cured from your COVID. So go take your zinc and your vitamin D and get some rest. All right. You better believe it. You know what, Lucas? I'm coming with you to CPAC next year. You, you should. So full of crap. You're like, I would I'm, go. I'm if, gonna go. No, if I we could go. I would go I'm if we could spend the entire time just on Radio Row, just doing this show. I'll do just the weekend portion of it, so I'll keep it like the weekend portion. But I will come with you. We'll have fun. Yeah. I mean, there you go. The Church Boys. I think it's time to put the hurt on the Ukraine. I come from Ukraine. You not say Ukraine weak. Yeah, well, we're playing a game here, pal. Ukraine is game to you. How about I take your little borders? Dear President Vladimir Putin, I'm so sorry that I was not your mother. You would get so many raspberries after your bath. Real funny ones on your little Putin belly. You'd laugh so much you'd shake like a bowl of Putin jelly.